the root of healing. The forest doctor was a hare called Dr. Bobtail, but all the animals called him Dr. Bob. He could cure every forest sickness under the sun, but then all at once his forest cures stopped working. Just like that, two of his largest patients, a lion and a bear, put their heads together about it. The whole forest is going to bed sick, said Leonardo Leonides. He was the lion. Look at Ursula here. She has been a bear with a sore head for months. And look at Leonardo's mane, added Ursula Bruin. She was the bear. It keeps coming out in pawfuls. He will soon be as bald as a bone. If anyone can save the forest, said Dr. Bob, twitching his whiskers in his gravest bedside manner, it will be Mafonda. Let's go and see if she will. Mafonda was the head forester's young daughter and a great friend of all the forest beasts. She and her puppy, Thomasina, listened with round eyes, and Thomasina with one ear up as well. Well, Dr. Bob told them how his forest cures had suddenly stopped working just like that. What made them stop? asked Mafonda. My root of healing died, Dr. Bob explained, and without a pinch of that in it, how can a forest cure work? Couldn't you get another one? Mafonda suggested. Only from the castle of the night, Dr. Bob told her, and only with help from the stars. I have a cousin, 42 times removed, who lives in the Zodiac, remarked Leonardo Leonides. I'm sure Cousin Leo would help us, if only I could get up to him. And I have a great uncle living near the Pole Star, said Ursula Bruin. I am only a poor relation, but I feel sure Uncle Ursa Major would help us too, if only I could get up to him. My mother told me, confided the puppy Thomasina, thumping her tail on the grass, that Sirius the Dog Star is my great-great-grandpapa. I could ask him to help us, if only I could get up to him. But how would you keep the new root of healing alive if you got it, Dr. Bob? Mathonda asked. The hare in the moon is a distant relative of mine, replied Dr. Bob, and he knows the secret of keeping things alive. I'm sure he would advise me, if only I could get up to him. I could take you all in my sleep ship, offered Mafonda. Oh, Mafonda, it is far too small, yelped Thomasina. That round bone box you keep in it is no bigger than your head. And didn't your mother tell you, Thomasina, Mafonda teased her, what happens to sleep to a sleep ship as soon as it is dark? As soon as it was dark, Mafonda took out her tiny sleep ship from its round bone box, and at once it began to grow. It grew and it grew. It grew in every direction all at once till there was room for them all in it, and elbow to tail room too. They all lay down on its deck, a gentle wind puffed out its sail, and away they glided, smoothly, slowly, across the sea of quiet breathing, under the shadow of the hills of slumber, and into the vast ocean of the sky. In this ocean's calm blue waters, the stars lay scattered like small golden islands. A large silver island floated among them, the full moon. On its shore stood the hare in the moon, stirring a bubbling brew of heavenly herbs with a silver spoon as tall as himself. Cousin Moon, called Dr. Bob, how can the root of healing stay alive on earth? 
planted in moss from a mill pond, Cousin Bobtail, replied the hare in the moon, stirring hard. Keep it fresh with south running water, scooped up against the flow of the stream. Feed it with the yellow star jelly that falls from the clouds. Let the sun shine on it, let the four winds blow on it, and it will stay alive. The sleeping ship sailed on between the golden islands to the home of Ursa Major, the great bear. He was just setting out with his wagon and horses for a leisurely drive around the Pole Star. Great Uncle Ursa, called Ursula Bruin, how do you get into the castle of night? Knock three times on its outer gate with a star whip, grandniece Ursula, the great bear replied. You had better have mine. And he handed her his star whip. The sleep ship threaded its way between the golden islands to the great zoo circle, the zodiac. Here the mighty Leo was lying, crunching the crusty fresh-baked loaves that lay heaped between his paws. Cousin Leo, called Leonardo Leonides, where in the castle of the night do you find the root of healing? By the well in the inner garden, cousin Leonardo Leonides, Leo called to him. Two cousins of ours guard the garden door, but they will let you pass if you give them each a star loaf. You had better take two of mine and he handed him two star loaves. The sleep ship sailed on further till it came to an island shaped like a boat. Sirius the dog star stood like a captain at its prow, keeping his blue-white star watch. Great-great-grandpapa, called Thomasina. If you get into the castle of the night, how do you get out? Be out by the last stroke of midnight, dear great-great-grandchild, Sirius told her. You had better have my star watch, and he handed her his star watch. On they sailed, and at last they reached the castle of the night. Its walls came right to the water's edge, and little blue waves lapped dreamily against its outer gate. Ursula Bruin stood up in the sleep ship and knocked three times with, the Ursa, Ma with Ursa Major's whip. The gate swung open. Out of the sleep ship they stepped, and in they all went. On the far side of the wide courtyard, two lions guarded a door. Leonardo Leonides gave them each a loaf, and both lay quietly down to crunch them. The door behind them swung open, and in they all went. They came into a garden growing around a well. It was full of green and fragrant roots of healing. Thomasina began to dig up the nearest one with frantic nose and paws, while her tail wagged furiously. Mafonda stood over her with the star watch in her hand, her eyes fixed on the shining minute finger that was slowly creeping upright. One struck the star watch. Run, shrieked Mafonda. While the star watch went on striking, Dr. Bob scooped up the root, and back he loped like lightning. Back sprang Leonardo Leonides. Back raced Mafonda. Back bounded Thomasina. Back last of all, lolloped Ursula Bruin. Twelve, struck the star watch, and the outer gate shut on her tail hairs with a clap and a clash and a clang. The breeze from that clap, clash, and clang blew them all aboard the sleep ship. It blew the sleep ship clean across the ocean of the sky and past the hills of slumber, over the sea of quiet breathing, and back to the shore of earth. And all of a sudden, it was tomorrow morning. The sleep ship had shrunk and folded its sails. 
and Mafonda had laid it away in its round bone box, no bigger than her head. Together they planted the new root of healing in moss from a mill pond. <clears throat> they kept it fresh with south running water, scooped up against the flow of the stream. They fed it with the yellow star jelly that falls from the clouds. They let the sun shine on it, they let the four winds blow on it, and they kept it alive. From then on, Dr. Bob put a pinch of it in all his forest cures, and soon they cured every forest sickness under the sun again, just like 